Welcome to the Who Needs Instructions podcast, the podcast that wants to get men talking. So this week, I've got a slightly different podcast for you. Uh, It's another face-to-face podcast, which I love doing. Uh, Only the second one we've ever done. And this is with um, a dear, dear friend of mine, my friend Paul Hopper. Hops, a colleague of mine at the radio station I work at. I've known him for a long time. Uh, We cover all this in the episode, so I don't know why I'm telling you now. But um, yeah, we go quite deep on this one. And it's, as you'll hear as the interview goes on, quite a surprise for me too. Uh, There is going to be a part two to this. I hope you enjoy part one. I'm going to catch up with him very soon and get part two in the can because, as he says at the end, there's so much to talk about. Welcome back to another edition of the Who Needs Instructions podcast. Uh, And it's another in-person interview. We've only done two of these on the whole time we've been doing podcasts. And I'm delighted to introduce you to a man, uh, a dear friend of mine called Paul Hopper. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, probably better known as Hops. So we'll go with that, shall we? Yeah. Call me, call me whatever you like. Ear you works quite well as well. <laughs> uh, it's going to be one of those podcasts, which is great. How do we know each other, mate? Um, through radio. Yeah. I guess. I mean, for me, radio started at Hospital Radio, um, Tarka Radio in North Devon. And I guess it, that's where I met you first, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, and I, you. I did Mad Matt's Manic Music Menagerie on a Thursday night. I think you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which was always great fun. Um, and then our career, careers of lives have crossed in several times over the years. Yeah, absolutely. It's been quite an interesting journey, isn't it? It has been actually. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure it's one for the for the listener, is because it's, it's, it's quite selfish for us. I'd love to. Oh yeah, about it. yeah. <laughs> it's all about us because <laughs> we're radio people. It's all about you today. Mm-hmm. Oh 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you know my. We, we now work together. We, we do You do the breakfast show on yeah, The Voice. That's right. I do the drive time show on The Voice. Um, it's the second time we've worked together. We did a, we used to work for a radio station called Lantern yeah. uh, up here in North Devon. That's right. And, um, yeah, it's just been a, a fascinating journey. But I, I, I want to find out about your fascinating journey. Because you're, you're a very dear friend of mine. You're a very close friend of mine. Yeah. And I feel like I know you quite well. Okay. That's cool. But I don't think I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though, isn't it? I mean, as a radio presenter, you are... I think most radio presenters, it's often said in entertainment that you have a radio personality, mm. which is very different to to your 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 life, the person that you actually really are. Yeah. It's that thing, isn't it? It's like you're, you're putting on a, a mask, and then once the mask is taken off, you go back to being that lonely, sad individual that you really are. Yeah. <laughs> he said that with a smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you since, I think it's early to mid-90s. So mm, yeah. we've, we've known each other for the best part of over half of our lives. Yeah. Pretty much. That's right. And you've been on an interesting journey. We've all been on interesting journeys. Mm. But, you know, to me, every time I see you, it's like, we don't see much of this because we do this job, but we actually do it at different times of the day. So we don't spend... Our paths really don't cross. Not do very often. No, no. So when I see you, it's like, hello, mate. How you doing? Oh, it's lovely. And that, I assume, is your persona. You know, mm. that you are this lovely, welcoming, affable guy. And you're like that as far... Because I've been and done events with you and you're like that anyway. But are you telling me actually that is not really your default setting are you because I I, I think it is but but maybe you don't think it is Mm, it's an interesting one 
because there are two sides to me. There's there's the radio personality, and I hate that word, um, which which people see, and they see that wherever you are, and and you project that personality because you don't want to upset other people because other people have a perception of you mm -hmm. because that's the perception you give on air. Off air, it's a different thing. Uh, off air, I I would much rather go home and shut the door and not see anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it can be quite a lonely existence because for most of the day you are performing. Um, so to actually go home and not have to perform is quite a relief. It's a relief. So to me that sounds quite sad. I, I, I think mm. that, you know, I, I feel sorry for you. But are you happy in that in that way? Am I happy? <clears throat> I I exist. Right. Doesn't mean that I'm particularly happy with them. No. Okay. So you go home, and would you rather go home and there be family, a significant other, um, or are you happy? Kind of because I love a little bit of me time, hmm. but I don't want me time all the time. Yeah, it's a it's an odd one because I have been married. I have two incredible children who are both grown up now now I I sort of live on my own I have a lodger who comes and goes as he pleases um, but I I don't have any real social interaction outside of work um, and I guess that's quite lonely at times is that intentional is it just the way that because your job is all consuming you know you are mm. you don't just do your breakfast show you are behind the scenes as well you're a director yeah. of the organization so you're probably quite busy with that quite often and i know how passionate you are about it mm. and the amount of effort you've put in to get this radio station where it is now is immense and that's probably taken a lot a quite a lot out of you but you know I, one of the things i talk about with who needs instructors is we need to find time for ourselves mm. we need to time find time to play and I get the feeling, and this has gone quite deep quite early. And that's all right. As long don't as you're worry. okay with it. Yes. Yeah, but that's is fine. there, do you, do you not play? Have you not got a hobby outside of radio? I know you love music. Um, I have had hobbies outside of radio. But there's that, there's that horrible cycle where you become used to not doing things. And you get to like not doing things. And if somebody says to you, hey, we're going to go and do this tonight, you tend to just go, oh, yeah, no, I can't tonight. And then go home to be by yourself in front of the telly, listening to music or whatever. And then those people stop asking you to do things. Mm. So that cycle gets more and more lonely, I guess. And do you notice you're doing that? Yeah. You do. Hmm. I do notice I do that. And there are times when I make myself do things because I realise I'm getting into that cycle. And I guess it's a depression. It's a depression that you're gradually building your own pit. You're gradually getting deeper and deeper into that depression and loneliness. And when somebody comes along and says, hey, let's, you sort of think, nah, actually, I don't want to do that. Mm. I've seen that in my own family. Mm. And it was my, I, I'm sure she won't mind me talking about it, but it's my own sister. Okay. And she stopped 
wanting to do stuff. Mm. And I would only visit once or twice a year. She lives 250 miles away. Mm. I'd be there for five days. And, oh, there's a quiz night tonight. And her kids, my nieces and nephews, let's go and do that. It'd be great fun. Mm. And then my sister would pull out and go, oh, I can't come tonight. Oh, you know, I'm a bit knackered with work. I'm, I'm, and actually... I, I then called her out and I went, that's not fair. I'm only here once a year at Christmas or yeah. maybe twice a year. Mm. Come on, you've got to come. And she messaged me privately. She said, Matt, I'm finding it so tough to do this. I can get, I get that. Yeah, I, can, I understand that. And who do you talk to about that? Who do you talk to about that? Because <laughs> all those people that you've trusted in the past, you've gradually pushed away. And it's really difficult to, to get, to find new people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. to get together to talk to. But there again, do you want to? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy though, isn't it? Yeah. It shouldn't be, yeah. but, but it is. Yeah, you're but, right. But, yeah, yeah. And that's, a, that's, a, that, that's a really interesting point which I've never thought about before. Hmm. The people that have always been there for you because you're again and again saying thanks but no thanks. That's yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're becoming less and less and the offers are becoming less and mm. less. And I, you know, as a as a single mature man myself, hmm. making new friends is really hard. It's tough, isn't it? It's really, you've got hard. your work colleagues, and you yeah. love them to bits. Yes. That's fine. That's absolutely. You do anything for your work colleagues. Yeah. But friends, hmm. but people you can count on and trust. I've been having conversations with people recently, um, and he said to me, "You've got." A lot of acquaintances, Matt, but who can you ring at two o'clock in the morning to say you're having a hard time? Mm. How many people within your phone book could you ring at two o'clock in the morning? Mm. Man, that's tiny. Yeah. There's there's one. I'm lucky to have one. Right. Is yeah. there more than that? You're lucky. Yeah. You I are think, lucky to have that one person. I think I am. Yeah. And so, he would pick up the phone. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I'll be that person, mate. Yeah. Oh, you, thank you. you. You can call me at two o'clock in the morning. You see, that's something else, you see. There have been times when I've been at home and thinking, oh... Oh, the world is doom and gloom, blah, blah, blah. And you sort of get over it. And the next day you sort of speak to a friend and say, oh, you know, I was a bit, a bit low last night. And they say, well, you should have called me. Yeah. And you think, I knew I could have called you, but I didn't want to. Yeah. And again, I think, is that just just me being like, I'm actually enjoying being a miserable git? Don't know. I mean, I'm no expert, mm. but I've seen this pattern before, you know, with mm. my own sister, and she got diagnosed. Mm. You know, she was depressed. Right, yeah. Um, my sister's now a counsellor. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and That's a, great. And, and is, Good on her. She's absolutely turned her life around, and mm. she, she's, she's, I'm very lucky, and she's, and she's doing great, so mm. it's fantastic. But it took, she had an incredible husband yeah. who um, was, he surprised me. Right. I didn't think he had it in him. Yeah. I'll be honest. And That's I, nice. That's I, nice. I probably wouldn't say that to his face, and I don't know if he's going to listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. If I said it to his face, he might not be into next week. <laughs> but, <laughs> and quite right too. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 But actually, yeah. I'm happy to be wrong because yeah. he was there for my sister. Lovely. And to have a partner to do that with again, mm. something I can't empathise with at the moment. I don't mm. have that partner. Mm. Um, but actually, if you've got a partner that you are putting that on mm. a lot of the time, yeah, that can really cause. Issues in a relationship, I should imagine. I guess so, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, coming back to 
Mr. Happy Hops on the radio. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because you are. I mean, my perception is, is one absolute <laughs> joy. You there are. you go. You yeah. see, I fooled you. You have. You have. I fooled you like I fool most people. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we, you know, we have mutual friends as well. And it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. come on, you know, we need we need to get hops out sort mm. of thing. Yeah. And, you know, our, our acquaintances have, have crossed again. In the last year, I've been working with you. Yeah, that's and, right. And as yeah. we've already said, our, our paths don't cross often. Yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, before that year, we have had Facebook interactions, I imagine. For, oh, yeah. But that's that's been 15 years yeah. since we've actually properly got in touch that's with each crazy, other. It's crazy, isn't it? It's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just click like. That'll do it. Yeah. You know, it's like, and he knows I exist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we've got someone coming in. Uh-oh, somebody coming Oh, look, we've got some baked grilled tarts. Thank oh, you very oh, much. Sorry, you oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> hey, see, that's one of the perks of this job. This is great. We're actually sat in a studio right now. We're sat in a radio studio. We've got a big uh, fundraiser going on around us, <laughs> and we're just being <laughs> self-indulgent with Bakewell tarts. I said to you, look, we, we've got to be in the office today all day today can i grab a, you know, a little yeah. bit of time to record that's this what it's like in radio it is mad you grab the odd moment here but, and, there. Yeah. and I, I noticed today i came in and uh you were you were on the radio this morning you were chatting mm. to one of the ladies who works for the one of the hospice uh, the charities that we're raising money for yeah and i i was because i hadn't seen her for ages and she was quite yeah. a close friend of mine yeah. as well we yeah. used to go around each other's houses and that's right again yeah. i haven't seen her for ages and i I was paying you lots of compliments and I, I was having realisations as I was paying you compliments that, you know, you really are quite responsible for me having a career in radio. <laughs> oh, get on. You need to know this. And yeah. I think you do know it now. I, yeah, I, I do. And you did know it before, I think. Yeah, but it's, it's that thing, isn't it? You don't, you're not ticking a score sheet of who you have helped along the way. You just, you just do it because that's what people should do. That's, yeah. That's how you, how people should be with each other. Um, just yeah, great. I mean, when you, we worked together at a radio station in Devon, yeah, Radio Devon, yeah. Um, and I, I, I did nothing. I just presented the show, and the whole team around me, which is about twelve people, mm. BBC days, eh? Um, <laughs> twelve people, uh, of which you were one. But it was a fluid team. People would come and go, and blah blah blah. I think every single one of those people have gone on to do something. Incredible. And that is lovely. I mean, even one guy was Mr. Blobby. <laughs> Mikey became Mr. Blobby. Another one, Mikey, um, went on to re read um, uh, Radio 1's Newsbeat. Yeah. He's a, a reporter for Newsbeat. There's several people that left that show that have worked yeah. for national radio stations. Yeah, absolutely. And that's lovely. Um, but you, that's, did, you, you did that, mate. But, yeah, but... I know you don't see it. It was talent that. that was already there, and it was just allowing people to to have that talent and to develop that talent, you know. And that's great. That's awesome. That's great. But you know, that's it wasn't because of me. I was just happened to be in the right place at the right time with a lot of talented people. I agree. Yeah. But you have to pat yourself back on, on the back a little bit, okay? And I, you know, I'm happy to I do it. I can't reach for that you. far around my back. I'm happy to do it for you. <laughs> Thank you. But you know, yeah, and, and listen, I agree completely. You know, hmm. if you're serving other people, it, 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 it's brilliant. And look what it's gone on to done. Hmm. And, and but you have to t- take some some joy from that. You have to take. Some, oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I personally love the fact that I've seen so many people become successful in the world of entertainment. Because we used to go on a Sunday afternoon 
down to Exeter and lock ourselves in some underground studios and record the daftest, silliest things. We spent all day to create two hours of show. Two hour radio show in the evening. It's great fun. We all had our little segments we did. Yeah. You were the host. Yeah. You were like the, the, the Steve Wright with his crazy... Uh, goons running around him yeah I, I just sat there and talked and everybody else did all the work it was lovely <laughs> my favorite part of that was, yeah. was the post show debriefs because they would go on sometimes probably longer than the show yeah yeah I and normally it. in mcdonald's <laughs> yeah but it was they were special times because yeah. i was yeah. so you were you were at the you were at the tark hospital the hospital radio station mm. that's where i met you i started doing this show uh on a thursday and then i found out that you know, one of us, one of us volunteers at this, at this yeah. hospital radio station, gets gets a proper job at Radio Devon. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm sure I've told you this before. If not, here we go. I was just hoping and begging and pleading that I could be part of this. Team. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. I didn't yeah. know that. Absolutely. Yeah. Please, 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 please invite me. Please, please yeah. be, be the week that you say, "Oh, do you want to come down out of order?" Yes, 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 yes. yes. You know. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was, you know, and then because because several other members of that team came down. Yeah. Yeah. And we and we just created silly radio, and it was it was in the mid to early nineties. Nine uh, would have been about ninety two, ninety three. Okay, okay. Um, and you know, as with every industry, it evolves, it changes. I think yeah. we'll never get those times back. No. But you know, as much as you go, well, it's nice to do that. And I was just the person who you know hmm. did the talking in between, and everybody else brought their stuff in. You were the conduit for all of that. I'm a conduit. I'm a, <laughs> I've never been called a conduit before. I'm trying to use big words. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good for you. <laughs> You'll be saying participation, mate. We were talking about that this morning yeah. as well, weren't we? About words you use on the radio that you don't use in everyday life. No. It doesn't it rain, it precipitates. Precipitate. <laughs> Something like that, anyway. Uh, where do we go from here? I don't know, really. Where do you want to go? Well, the, the whole idea of this yeah. is... We had a little chat beforehand, and I, you know, I'm learning stuff about you behind closed doors. Hmm. Makes me sad. Oh, don't be sad. Well, no, I just, you know, I, you know, why, why a person as gregarious and outgoing as you that we have this public face of hmm. behind the scenes is actually not very happy. Yeah, but that's that happens so much in showbiz. You know, if you read um, people's autobiography, mm-hmm. you know, you get Tony Hancock great comedian great personality went back home was sad and lonely but it doesn't have to be that I don't, oh, I don't know I think well it's extremes though I think I think it's the two extremes that that make the whole mm-hmm. um, you know you've got like Frankie Howard yeah same sort of personality um, and you just I, I would just say don't don't read too much into anybody's public persona because there's always something going on behind. There's always something that they might want to talk about. Yeah. You know, and and sometimes it might just be going for a coffee and talking bull. You can swear. Bullshit, then. Bullshit, shit, shit. <laughs> um, and, and just talking rubbish. Yeah. And that can just sort of relieve that moment of oh okay there is somebody that cares someone that cares mm. and someone that says do you know what I go through similar things yeah 
Yeah. There's definitely been times in my life where mm. I've gone home in the evening I'm sure. and have been happy and glad to mm. shut that door mm. and not have to deal with anybody else. Mm. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's easier to do that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. God, I've got to get up. I've got to get dressed. I've got to go out tonight. I've got to meet this person. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather just watch that thing on the TV. Mm. But long term, that's that will have a negative effect on your mental health. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure it is already. And I sort of... I sort of... I would. This sounds really dramatic, but it's not meant to... But I've sort of given up now. I've just accepted that as, that as my lot. Now, I am in a really fortunate position in that I... There have been times in my life where I've got really down, really depressed, but I've never felt suicidal. Okay. Now, one of my very best friends did contemplate taking his own life. He drove to the middle of nowhere and worked out how he was going to take his life. And then something just snapped and he started to get himself out of that. Um, and it was actually another mate who he called, wasn't me, Another of our mates that he called came and rescued him and took him home. Um, today, I've had a friend of mine who said, I was in such a bad place on Sunday, I thought I was going to end it all. Sunday just gone, mm. three days ago. Mm. And I said, mate. And I said to him exactly what... Everybody says when they say when you say I'm just down at the moment, you say you should have called me. That's not something people are thinking about. That isn't something that pe people want to happen at that moment. No, I agree completely. And I don't think people there's almost that feeling of I'm gonna put something on that person that they don't deserve to have. If I tell you I'm depressed and I'm close to taking my own life, mm -hmm. I don't want that burden on you. No. This is my problem. I have to deal with it in whatever way. I really, I get that. Mm. I get that. Um, I, I too, like you, have never contemplated it. No. But I drove up to Baggy Point one night up in North Devon mm. and I sat um, nowhere near the cliff's edge, but I sat up there mm. and I recorded a video. And the video was... I think I actually I misquoted myself. I think I think I said I'm not suffering from mental health. I didn't say mental health issues. I said mental mm. health. But I don't know if it was a cry for help or what. I don't know. But I made that video mm. because I didn't want to ring anybody and say I'm having a really fucking hard time at the moment. Mm. Yeah. And no one and I, and and I don't know how to change that because if you if you're in that situation, I had a bad day. You know, we have bad days. Mm. I had a bad day today. And I needed cheering up, and I did nothing about it. I mm. didn't ring that friend that I could ring at 2 o'clock in the mm. morning that would take my call. Mm. Didn't ring him. Um, and that is common. Mm. That is very common for a lot of... But as you say, how do you, how do you break out of that? Because there are people there that want to help you. There yeah. are people there who want to be that shoulder you can cry on. But how do you go about that? Because yourself, personally, don't want to do that. No. At that moment in time. No. At that moment in time. No. So 
my feelings and thoughts behind this mm. are that I want to create a situation where men are talking to each other more openly about this. Mm. I'm not a mental health expert. I don't know how to tackle. I don't know how to counsel people. No. Counsel, not C-A-N-C-E-L. Yeah, yeah. C-O-U-N. Yeah. Um, so I think, I believe that by men having more conversations with each other more often, mm. it should, in my eyes, prevent them from getting to the point where they are just locked away at home on their own or have yeah. taken... I hope it home. does. I really hope that, it does. That's the... Cause Otherwise, I don't know how to convince a guy to pick up the phone mm. when he's in his in his moment of absolute need. Because mm. I have been in that situation, you have been in that situation. I don't want to pick up the phone. No, no, you don't. So it's it's stopping them getting to that point in the first place. Yeah, that's the that's what I think I can help with. That's what this is all about. I hope it helps. It really does. And yeah, as you say, it's talking, isn't it? Guys don't talk to each other. Why don't guys talk to each other? It's rubbish. Yeah, we I, are rubbish. I think we are I, rubbish. I think I said this, I might have said this on the podcast already, but it, it, it really resonated with me. You know me, I love to play golf. Mm. And I go on about it far too often, but I don't care because I love it. Yeah, good. And someone, it was a comedian, I think, I heard him say it the other day, he said, golf is one man asking another man to come for a walk. Mm. Yeah. You yeah. don't really ask your mate, do you want to come for a walk this afternoon? No. No. I'm going to go for a walk. I Get just... a dog. Yeah. Because that's always a good... I've got my do... my daughter's dog staying with me at the moment. Little poodle, isn't it? Poodle. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, me walking along the street with a poodle. Yeah. Looks fabulous. Um, and that's an interesting one because I've had more conversations with people whilst I'm walking the dog mm-hmm. than I've had in years. Yeah. Seriously. Walk down Insto Beach, every 20 yards, there's somebody who wants to talk about their dog. You want to talk about your dog. You know, how do you do this? I had a, a half an hour conversation with a lovely lady on Insto Beach the other day about uh, the dog's anxiety. Oh, the dog's like, anxiety? Yes, separation anxiety. Okay. From my daughter. She just doesn't like it. The dog, not the daughter. Um <laughs> And she doesn't. She'll bark and howl. And the things we've been doing is exactly what this woman said. Try this. Try this. And it's like, oh, we're doing it right. And I'm having this conversation and it's lovely. Yeah. And you say goodbye. That's it. End of. And that talking is brilliant, people. And you do it for a living. (laughs) You talk at people. I talk at people. (laughs) That's the difference. Yeah. You need more people to ring you on the radio. Oh, no, 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 seriously, I don't. Please. Hello? You said... Oh, I know. I know I said that. I didn't mean it, though. It's for comedic effect. Uh, Matt is currently being gesticulated through the window by another presenter going, come on, I want to get in that studio. Hurry up. Does she? No, she wants me to come on the radio and talk some more. That's oh, well, that's wants. all right then. We, you this do that. this you radio do that. thong day. Ah, oh, that's it. Is, yeah. is, is, uh, is, we're raising lots of money for some charities and ourselves because we're a, a not for profit organisation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, little plug for the radio station. It's called The Voice, by the way. Um, but yeah, conversations. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've been a dog owner. When I was married, mm. I had uh, two dogs. And I, like you, I experienced, I had never had as many conversations yeah. just going for a walk in all yeah. my life. 
Yeah. And then if you do those same walks at the same times of the day, you tend to bump into the same people. Oh, right, and friendships okay. start to form. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's very, nice. but it's, it is. It's lovely. It is lovely. Mm. So we are being beckoned. Yeah. I, we probably should go and do some work. Okay. But those conversations then, it, it's it's creating situations mm. outside of your work situation, which is hectic, and you know, not locking yourself away in your home mm. and having your own thoughts to deal with, which are most of our own nightmares because yes. we overthink things. Yeah, absolutely. We catastrophize things. Yeah. I've had people on talking about that before. So it's those conversations that we continue to need to have. Lockdown was good for that because I spoke... I love lockdown. Did, well, yeah, I love yeah. lockdown. <laughs> There's nobody to talk to. <laughs> nobody forcing themselves on me to speak. I could go home. I couldn't even... I, I didn't even have to go out. No. <laughs> I could stay home. Stay. Just drive to work and back because uh, <laughs> we were essential. Radio broadcasting was essential, you know. I love the fact that I was a key worker for, yes. for four months. Yeah, absolutely. Hilarious. Yeah. I've never been called a key worker in my life. Neither have I. I've been called a few things, but... <laughs> um. I don't know how to end this because it, it feels like, I mean, I, 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 I want to solve problems. I want to make everybody happy. And I think deep down that I need to carry on conversations with you to make sure that my mate Paul is happy. We could do a part two, if you like. <laughs> don't mind doing part two. <laughs> but, yeah, 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 I, I, I literally don't know what to say now. All um, right. Well, but just sign off. Cause... He's, a, he's a radio expert through and through, aren't you? Just trying to get me to... Wrap what? it up nicely. Oh, no, you can wrap it up unnicely if you like. <laughs> I've had many a present like that, to be honest with you. <laughs> God, you are such a radio presenter. <laughs> Paul, uh, let it be known, I love you. Love you too, bud. Um, love you too. I, I don't see enough of you. We live miles apart. I'm going to make a, a difference and a change in that, for sure. And I'm going to pester the shit out of you to come out with me in the evenings. Yeah, we should do that. See, I say that all the time. <laughs> I say that all the time. There was so much insincerity yeah. in that sentence. <laughs> And you're, and we laugh and joke about it, but yeah. actually, you, you probably do that fairly often, don't you, to people? Yeah. I've got a, a lady at the moment who wants to go out for a meal. And to be honest with you, lockdown came around just the right time. Really? Because we almost went out for that meal. <laughs> but now, she's just sort of saying, oh, we never did go for that meal, did we? No, we must do that sometime. She's remembered. Bye for now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> There will have to be a part two on this. Yeah, let's do a part two. Yeah, this this is unresolved. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to resolve something. No, I don't think we need to resolve because I, you know, I, yeah. Yeah, I, it's I, just I, chat. I'm no expert, but having conversations helps yeah, because I don't often admit that I've had dark times. Again, yeah. like you, there's never been a thought of suicide. Can I just say, I think younger people are worse at it. Really, I really do. Yeah. They're so much more disconnected, you think? Yeah. Because of are. digital and things I like that? Di- because of everything. I know old people, like me, uh, go on about, you know, staying in your bedroom, playing on your games yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But it's actually true. Mm. I think it is actually true. I think young people need to talk more to people. When I started this, it was aimed at middle-aged men, hmm. us. Hmm. The more I started to look into this and develop it, um, I was getting guys come up to me in their late 20s mm. saying, Matt, this is all relevant to me too. And they yeah. f- they are they young enough to be our children. Yeah. So that's yeah. a whole generation behind us. Yeah. And it's not got better. No, it hasn't. It, it has really to hasn't. get better. I would hope it does get better. And, and uh, yeah, chats like this help. It does help. If, well, if one person walks away from this chat 
with something and comes out with something positive, then that's great. Good. That's dead. Dead. Nice. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, look, the Bakewell Tart beckons. The Bakewell Tart is beckoning. The radio yeah. job is beckoning. Um, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna reconvene this conversation at another time. Let's do it. There's so much to talk about. There really is. There mm. really is. Paul, thank you for your time, mate. It's a pleasure, buddy. Thanks for listening to the Who Needs Instructions podcast. We release a new episode every week, so make sure to subscribe, and we'll speak to you again soon.